0: Casey walked along the short, winding stone path that led up to the front entrance of her neighbor's domicile. Blades of grass from either side of the embedded stones stretched across the walkway, reaching out to grab at the ankles of passerby. Tucking her phone back into the pocket of her dark jeans, she stepped up the several steps to the porch, the shoelaces of her dark green converse flopping against the painted white wooden waiting area. She raised her hand and knocked on the aqua-colored door, waiting a few moments as the birds chirped quietly from trees around the neighborhood. A woman quickly approached the door, opening it while talking with someone on her phone. "'Yep, sounds great. I'll be in shortly,' the woman said, saying goodbye and hanging up the call. She exhaled, clearly exhausted, before lowering her phone to her side. "'Thank you so much, Casey, for coming here on such short notice.' The woman said as she tilted her head slightly to the side. No problem, Mrs. Schultz. I was already finished with my homework for the day, so I'm happy to come over and watch Billy again, the teenage girl said with a gentle smile. Thank you, and don't worry, you will be more than compensated for such a short notice request, Casey, Mrs. Schultz said. Thank you, Casey said as she stuffed her hands into her pockets. Oh, please come in. Uh, Billy's in the living room, he's playing his games right now, so he shouldn't be too rowdy for a while. Sounds good, Casey remarked quietly. Mrs. Schultz stepped over to a thin stand that rested motionless next to the front entrance of the house. It wobbled a bit as her hand collided with it to grab her keys. Uh, there's dinner from last night in the fridge, uh, reheated if you or Billy get hungry, uh, you know where everything's at, and Harold should be home in about three hours. If, for whatever reason, he's not back by then, I'll be getting home shortly after. Mrs. Schultz said frantically as she slowly backed out and closed the front door. Sounds good. See you soon, Casey said as Mrs. Schultz shut the door and hurried to her car. As Casey walked down the short hallway entrance and approached the living room, she heard Mrs. Schultz's car turn over. Simultaneously, she heard a faint scratching on the door to the basement. She tossed it around in her mind as she stared at the door. Had she ever actually been down there? She'd babysat for the family for about a year and a half now. She'd been all over the house, but she couldn't recall a single time where she'd gone down to the basement. As she watched the chocolate-colored door and strained her brain, the scratching abruptly stopped. She was fixated on the door for a few more seconds, expecting it to happen again, but it didn't. Shaking the odd experience off, but not fully able to ignore the fact that she'd never been downstairs, she walked to the living room, where she saw Billy sitting on his beige sofa, playing his GameCube, the cord to the chunky purple controller strung across the mahogany coffee table that stood as the guardian of the space between the couch and the TV. The sun outside was getting lower in the sky. The afternoon was coming to an end, drifting into evening like a wanderer drifts from town to town. Despite the warm glow of a few end table lamps in the bright, almost operating room like light in the kitchen, the rest of the house sat in obscurity, unintentionally closed off by darkened corners and dim absences of life. Hey, Billy, Casey said as she took off her orange backpack and sat down in the large recliner that sat adjacent to the similarly colored couch. What you playin'? She asked as she leaned forward a bit to see colorful sprites moving around in an aspect ratio that couldn't quite reach the edges of the family's large flat screen. "'Mario?' Billy said, his focus unwavering as the plumber jumped down onto a turtle, forcing it into its shell. "'Cool. My brother loves those games. We played them all the time when we were younger,' Casey said with a slight smile. "'Oh, where's Rusty? Uh, did he get locked downstairs or something?' Casey asked, abruptly changing subjects of conversation, hoping to quench her mind's growing thirst for answering the question of what that scratching was. No, Billy said, glancing at Casey. He was upstairs in my room a while ago. Hmm, Casey said as her eyes jumped to the archway that connected the living room and hallway. She thought once again about the basement. It really was odd that she'd never been down there. She'd set foot in every room in the house, even the Schultz's room once when Mrs. Schultz had to grab her wallet to pay Casey, but she'd never seen the basement. Do you want to play one of my other games? Billy asked, breaking the quiet that lingered in the house. Sure, what else do you have? Casey asked as she got up from her chair and sat down next to Billy on the couch. The two of them looked through Billy's collection of games that stood upright on the stand that held the TV, but the thoughts of the basement never left Casey's mind. Billy plugged in a second GameCube controller as the two played a new game together for a while, before Casey heard purring below her. She looked down, instinctively reaching her hand down to scratch the cat that was brushing up against her pants. Hi, Rusty, she said with some accompanying baby talk. Her fingers ran through Rusty's fur as she heard the faint scratching once again from the hallway, loud enough to carry down the hall and bend around the corner to the living room. Her ears perked up and her mind went into overdrive. It couldn't be Rusty. He was right here with her and Billy. She glanced at the kid, who was too engrossed in the game to notice the odd noise. Hey, uh, hey Billy? Casey asked. Yeah? Billy replied in a dull tone. You want me to make you something to eat? I think, I think your mom left some food in the fridge. Casey continued, hoping to get her mind off the scratching. Sure. Okay, you keep playing, I'll... Casey looked behind her. I'll be in the kitchen if you need me. As Casey stepped out into the hallway and headed for the kitchen, she tried to ignore the strange noise she'd heard. It was quiet behind her, she thought. She entered the kitchen popping the fridge door open and seeing a large plastic container of last night's dinner. Spaghetti. She grabbed the chilled tub with one hand, closing the fridge door as she turned around and set the food down on the counter. As she prepared a plate for it for Billy, she thought she could almost hear that scratching again. She turned around and popped her head through the kitchen entrance, peering down the hall to the basement door. She tried to shake it off, and hurried back to put the plate of spaghetti in the microwave. Typing in the numbers for the timer, the microwave word to life as it blasted the remnants of dinner. In an effort to get some closure, she reasoned, Casey stepped over to the door. She stood inches before the hallway, her arms at her sides, as her eyes wandered to the basement. She stepped out onto the carpet, her sneakers depressing ever so slightly into the fuzzy surface beneath them. Step by step, she approached the basement door. No scratches, no rustling, no jiggling of the doorknob like a horror movie. There was simply her and the silence. Her eyes widened and her breath became increasingly shallow as her hand encompassed the doorknob. Under more normal circumstances, she'd be just fine doing this. Even when her and Mr. Schultz had to go up into the attic to retrieve some boxes, she hadn't felt uncomfortable. Perhaps it was because she was with another person. Perhaps because an attic with a little light seeping in seemed far less ominous than a dark basement. Whatever the reason, she was scared to open the door. But at the same time, she had to know. Whether to inform the family or to satiate her own burning curiosity. With a quick inhale, she twisted the knob and popped the door out of the frame, pushing it inward towards the stairs that led to the pitch-black basement. Nothing was on the stairs. Her heart and mind settled a bit. She reached in, her arm very nearly sinking into the inky abyss that sat nestled in the stairwell, compromised just a little by the sudden and aggressive intrusion of light and quiet noise from the living room. Casey fumbled around on the wall finally finding and flicking the light switch. Suddenly, the darkness was gone, and in its place, a well-lit basement. It wasn't so intimidating now. She looked down the stairs, seeing nothing. She began to finally calm. Maybe it was just her imagination getting the best of her. She'd had a number of stressful days at school, with almost every day of the week having a new test or big project being assigned. She could barely sleep at night because of her last few days. But this, whatever the scratching was, she could take solace in the fact that she'd only invented it. She sighed deeply, and with more relief than she'd felt in her life so far. She reached for the light switch, and as she did so, she heard the scratching again. Her mind lit up screaming at her to hit the lights and slam the door to never come back here she stayed cool and collected she tuned her ears for the noise sounded like it was coming from down on the side of the stairs she couldn't see it from her position and she wasn't about to walk down there even with all the light in the world and check she wouldn't have to go down and check she stood motionless not even blinking the scratching stopped. A flash of terror spiked in her mind. She watched in horror as, at the bottom of the stairs, around the corner, long fingers, covered in what looked to be black fur, reached into her view, wrapping around and on to thin wall, raising and lowering like a roller coaster as they made a clattering noise on the surface. Every part of her body screamed at her to slam the door and run, to take Billy and get as far away as possible. Just then, she heard a car pull into the driveway and shut off. She quickly glanced into the thin window that separated the wall and the door, and saw Mr. Schultz fumbling around in his pocket as he approached it. Casey looked back down the stairs. As the fingers settled into their place against the wall, something else slowly shifted around the corner. A head covered in the same black fur. She stared in horror at the creature as he looked into its eyes. Pure white. They're the most visible part of it. She slammed the door and rushed to meet Mr. Schultz as he stepped inside. Oh, hey, Casey. She cut him off, keeping him right outside the door. M- Mr. Schultz, there's some kind of creature in your basement, Casey said in a panicked tone careful not to speak so loudly that Billy might hear her. What? Mr. Schultz asked. I I don't understand, Casey. There's some kind of monster in the basement? He continued, almost in a condescending tone. Just... You have to see it, she said as she pulled the door open to let him in. Casey, I don't know what good this is going to do. You probably just saw some box or something. It's It's dark down there. No... No, they were scratching on the basement door, then I opened it, and I saw its fingers, and then it looked up at me. Are you sure you're feeling all right, Casey? Mr. Schultz asked. Maybe you should just head home and get some rest. No, I swear, you just have to see it. Casey and Mr. Schultz walked to the basement door, and without warning, she opened it. Nothing was there. See? Mr. Schultz said, a hint of relief emanating from his voice. Nothing there, I... Suddenly the sound of knuckles knocking against wood sauntered up the stairs. Mr. Schultz swallowed. He almost went to reach for the lights before the creature stuck its head out again. Mr. Schultz reached over to Casey and grabbed the door, pulling it away from her and quickly closing it. Casey? Can I talk to you in the kitchen for a moment? He asked calmly. You saw the kitchen right now, he responded sternly. The two walked to the kitchen, Casey's mind racing with fear as they stepped onto the tile. Casey, I want you to listen very carefully, okay? Casey stood confused and shocked. Whatever was down there in the basement, whatever you saw, it's not real he said, putting his hands on the counter and leaning forward. But I don't understand- Forget about it. Forget whatever you saw down there, Mr. Schultz said as he pulled his wallet out of his suit jacket. I want you, he started as he opened his wallet, to forget whatever you saw and to never mention it to anyone. Got it? Oh, and you'll be more than compensated for your troubles, on top of whatever we're paying you for watching Billy tonight. He handed Casey $200 in cash. I'll send you the payment for Billy in your mailbox tomorrow. Never tell anyone what you saw. I don't understand. Why are you doing this? Casey asked, folding the money in half and stuffing it in her pocket. Don't worry about it. If you feel comfortable being here and watching Billy again, you're more than welcome to continue. But if you don't feel safe, we understand if you want to... Do something different. She nodded. Go home, Casey, and forget all about today. Confused, Casey wandered towards the front door. A shiver ran down her spine as she passed the basement door. As she stepped outside, Mr. Schultz shut the door behind her. Casey stood on the porch, staring off into the late evening air, as a cold breeze drifted past her. She couldn't believe what had happened. Some kind of disturbing creature in their house? And Mr. Schultz was calm about it? He'd paid off Casey not to say a word, but how could she not tell somebody? In a moment, her eyes shot to a dark car that sat parked across the street, several yards down from the Schultz's house. One, maybe two men, sat in it? She began to walk across the street when suddenly, the driver leaned out of his window and called out to her. Hey, you see anything strange in that house? The man asked. She stopped briefly. Uh, I, uh, no? She said. The two men slowly got out of the vehicle as Casey hurried across the sidewalk and up to her house, which was directly across the street from the Schultz's. She turned to look behind her as she stepped up to her door. The two men, dressed in black suits, approached the house. She watched as Mr. Schultz opened it, seemingly shocked by the visitors. They stood there for a few moments, as Casey watched them, before he allowed them inside and closed the door. Unsure to what to make of it all, Casey hurried inside, desperate to forget all about this night.